Hi, thank you for downloading Faraway Fan. I just like to ask you if I can to rate the show. It'll help introduce us to new listeners. And you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Faraway Fan Pod. That's Faraway Fan Pod. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, so I'm a Geo Diggle, and I am a Parma fan from Glasgow in Scotland, and I am creator of Solo Parma. Hey, Geo, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. I know you've been busy. You want to tell the guys what it is that you do? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been busy. I work for a, a PPE supply company, so I've been busy dishing out masks and gloves and coveralls all over scotland <laughs> this uh-huh. past week or so <laughs> so it must be really tough this time right yeah it's very 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 tough just now and um, i'm cut down to working four days a week at the minute and it's just tough getting supplies of ppe in at the minute but when it's coming in it's going to the correct places which is good to the, the hospitals and things like that so yeah busy busy boy at the moment i always offer the guest some coconut water and seeing as how you're my first international guest i'm going to be finding that a little difficult <laughs> <laughs> but i have something for you yeah. so i'm just going to send that to you there you go okay let's have a look ah uh-huh. mm-hmm. i like that thank you <laughs> <laughs> so it's a uh, little gif of a coconut tree having some coconut water Brilliant. <laughs> I think it'll be the only coconut tree in Scotland just now at the minute. <laughs> one day I'll get a real one from you. Done. <laughs> done, done. Have you ever been to India before? Okay. Never, never, ever, ever, no. No, it's on my bucket list to do. Good, good. How and why Parma? Parma, wow. It's just, um, it's just as we were talking about earlier, actually, my very first um, footballing memory, actually. The 1994 World Cup as an eight-year-old kid, um, and uh, as I said to you, I can't really remember much about the tournament, but Baggio and Pagliuca, and from there, I was only eight at the time, but from there, right. I can ask when I started getting an interest in the Italian football, and um, coming from my mother's side of the family, the Italian, the, the, the Sunday tradition would always be get dressed up in really uncomfortable clothes to go to Mass. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by a stop off at Manonas on the way home, where nice. the WWF wrestling would be on first, <laughs> followed by the Serie A game. So my brother used to love the WWF, and I'd sit and wait for the Serie A game. And this day, it was November 1995, and Parma were playing AC Milan. Wow! And Parma happened to play a 17-year-old goalkeeper <laughs> called Buffon <laughs> that day. And at the time, I was. Um, I had just started playing football for a local club. I wasn't really enjoying it that much. I wasn't very good. I was kind of forced into goals because I wasn't very good doing other things. And I really wasn't enjoying it. But then this Sunday afternoon, I sat and watched this guy and um, I was blown away. <laughs> <laughs> His performance that day was unbelievable. Um, and just everything about him, the way he carried himself. He had on a, the strip he had on was brilliant and from that day I thought ah, yeah, I want to be that guy <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah so from there after that game I was in the, the back garden every day with the, the goalie gloves on and I started playing as a goalkeeper and um, I followed Parma ever since then um, brilliant. and then he, 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 he obviously he broke my heart 
in 2001. <laughs> <laughs> but my love for Parma never stopped there. I, I continue to follow them and we've had some um, some ups and downs since 1995, that's for sure. So you said your mum yeah, is Italian? Yes, my mother's side of the family is okay. Italian, my so. father's side are Scottish. Ooh, and and uh, those uh, Sundays at your grandmother's house, tell us more about that. Um, I just remember lots of noise and food. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I was always a quiet kid, so it was always a bit intimidating for me. But um, yeah, I was just happy with them. When that was always me and my brother would always go into the room and, as I say, he would watch the wrestling and then he would go away and I'd just sit and watch the football for the afternoon. <laughs> so yeah, that was a, a little Sunday tradition. But I always remember the thing that sticks in my mind was my mum used to dress us up in these awful matching clothes, me and my two <laughs> brothers. And <laughs> it, was, it was so uncomfortable having to sit through a mass and then <laughs> go home and watch the football in it. But nah, good times. It was good. Good fun. You told me last time that your family ran a little... Uh... Yeah, they had a fish and chip, little fish and chip cafe. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. So they ran that. And uh, as I say, we'd... We would stop off in there from from time time to time, you know. It was particularly a Sunday. I always seem to remember. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, good memories. So it was. So, um, uh, grandmother was she a football fan? So she was actually from just outside uh, Rome, but um, she was a massive she was a massive Celtic fan, <laughs> and she would sit and watch. She wouldn't watch the games, but also what she would do is sit and watch. Um, Teletext, <laughs> old oh, school teletext, yeah. and watch the scores, <laughs> <laughs> and that would update from there. So <laughs> that's what she used to do. Um, yeah, so so from there, that's how a lot of my my cousins and things like that they're all they're all Celtic fans through that. <laughs> and there's only a couple of us went the Italian route. One of my other cousins, he's an Inter fan. Oh, and, nice. as I was telling you, my. Uh, my brother, he, he went with the Scottish side and he's a Air United fan, so that's a bit of a mix. Those, those Sundays must be fun, man. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were. It was a, it was a, it was a long time ago now, but um, yeah, it was, it was good fun, good memories, as I say. Plenty of food, plenty of noise, <laughs> <laughs> plenty of people there, so uh, no, it was good. It's a bit more chilled out now. <laughs> it's just me and my dog that sit and watch the football on a Sunday. <laughs> So tell me about uh, Air. What's it like in Air, Air Scotland? Yeah, the seaside, seaside town of Air. Um, today it's, it's lovely. The sun's out. I've um, I've had a nice walk this morning down the beach with my my little dog. Um, no, it's a nice place. It's where I was um, born and raised. Um, it's probably about thirty miles south of Glasgow, just on the coast. And um, I made the mistake a few years ago of moving away and moving to the city of Glasgow and. Uh, Came back within a year. <laughs> um, so, uh, nah, can't go too far away from my mother. She stays only 10 minutes away, so I need to go and get my, my dinner from time to time. <laughs> um, but no, it's a nice little town. Um, as I say, it's just right on the right on the coast. Um, it's not too far away from the city if you ever if you want to go there. Um, so nice. that's good, good. Happy to meet you. My work through in Glasgow, so it's nice to work in there, but being able to get away as well. Right. And uh, come back home to, to air. That's nice. It's a nice place if you like golf, by the way. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty um, of golf courses in, in Russia. No, I'm, I'm not. I mean, I, I don't uh, follow I'm not golf. into golf either. <laughs> <laughs> so your local football club is? Air United. Air United. Yes. Okay. What, what are those attendances like? How big? Oh, uh, probably somewhere between 
I don't know, one in 2,000 each week, maybe just over, something like that. Um, I, I don't tend to go often. My brother has um, a season ticket, but mm-hmm. I just... I, I, it's cheaper for me to go and watch a Serie A game than it is to go and watch really? a Scottish Championship game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Really? Seriously? Yeah. Obviously, it depends who you're going to watch. Like if, But I can get, you know, a ticket to go and watch Palmer get between 15 and 20 euros. Whereas to go and watch, you know, the Scottish Championship, it's between like 16 and 18 pounds. So uh, oh. it's it's quite, it's probably on a par, but it's... it's mm. It's a lot of money, put it that way, to go and watch, you know. I, but don't get me wrong, I'll go from time to time. Hmm. Um, sure. My, my, my dad bosses me into it, I'll go along. <laughs> but your heart is with mama. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I, and that's the thing for supporting a football club, I feel, you know, like I can see it with my brother when he goes to watch air. It, it, there's something inside him that really means something. He's got a connection there. And it's the same with the guys that support you know, I see the guys for Celtic, you know, I'll go to a Celtic game, I'll go to any other game, but it doesn't, you know, there's not got that feeling inside, that emotional attachment that right. you get, Yeah, you know, when you go yeah. and watch Parnock, whether it be at the stadium or, you know, at home on the TV, there's just a connection there. Uh, what's your earliest memory of Palmer? But you already told me about that. Maybe we can talk about it some more. You said 95 game. 95 game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was just at the time, you know, that the... the I mean, the Milan team, they were up against the players, Baggio and Wea, guys like that. If I remember correctly, 93, Ballon d'Or winner was Baggio. 94 was Wea. Yeah, that'd be right. Yeah. And so this 17-year-old Buffon is facing two Ballon d'Or winners (laughs) on his debut. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, It just looked like the guy had been... They have doing it for years. He was just so calm, and the, some of the saves he was pulling off—it was, mm. it was outrageous. Um, and he wasn't, you know, he just wasn't phased at all by guys like Baggio. Um, and uh, I think I'm pretty sure he got man of the match that day. Um, mm. And from there, I don't think he really looked back from there. <laughs> um, and that was a nice time to start because, as I say, I think after that, I think Palmer went on like a five or six game winning streak after that I didn't lose for five or six games so for the next few weeks I was watching and I was like yes, this, this team's pretty good actually <laughs> <laughs> so it's down to uh, I mean it's down to Buffon really your story starts with Buffon absolutely yeah yeah that's that's where it all started um, and then from there obviously that connection grew and you know uh, even at, well, after he he left hmm. um, you know it was, it was, it was, it was clear it was Parma that I was a supporter of, and not Buffon. After that, <laughs> <laughs> Parma went through some rough history those years. Yeah, they did. There's a few, a couple, of, a couple of. Well, they had obviously had some good times as well. Um, you know, obviously the '98, '99 season, um, with the one UEFA Cup. Um, but yeah, there's been some rough times. Also, those that the, the Parma lot mm. catastrophe with the bankruptcy. Then obviously the more recent one. Just uh, just a few years ago, I was actually just looking. Today is actually the the four year anniversary of them getting promoted from Serie D into Lega Pro. So it was. Oh, um, so it's it's nice. it's um, it's crazy to you, you see them back in Serie A and people always ask you about them. You know, going on and when will they start winning trophies and getting into Europe and things like that? And you're like, hold on a minute. 
four years ago they were playing in Serie D, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, calm down. Mm. Um, but no, there was some turbulent times, obviously. But you know, it seems to be seem to be in a good place now. Um, run well, run by people that are, you know, have Parma at heart and the town as well as the club. So, no, so it should be fingers crossed when all the nonsense is by. There'll be some good times ahead again. We never football returns. I'm just going to run through some names from what I remember. Some of them, some I had to look up, but a lot of legends pass through those doors, man. You've got yeah. uh, Baggio, Zola, yeah. Canavaro, yeah. Stoikov, Crespo, yeah. Thuram. Yeah. That I mean, man, that's when you, when you start reading them all out loud, it's it's outrageous. Some it of the is, isn't songs, it? Don't even, yeah, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, but yes, it's, there's been some talent, that's for sure, going through the doors. If you could make up a, if you could make up an, a, a first eleven out of all those guys, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, how good it would be. <laughs> it would be amazing, man. And to think that they had such a rough time, the history associated yeah. with Parma, the ups and downs, the controversy, the bankruptcy—not once but twice. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's incredible. It's actually it's incredible. There's still a football team there. Yeah, <laughs> when you think about all the things that's happened. But it's that that spirit, that sense of there was always that community. It's a it's a. So tell me about yeah, Parma. You've been there. You, a couple I think of times. you just need to you just need to look at um, the first season in Serie D, where you know the season tickets surpassed the previous seasons. Season mm. tickets sold when they were in Serie A. So I mean that tells you. Yeah. That tells you everything you need to know. The, um, the whole community is obviously behind the football team. So I read out some of those names, those legends, but yes. now I want to talk to you about your team legend. Oh, there's only one. There's only one man. Alessandro Lucarelli. What a man. <laughs> Things that a man done for the club is incredible. You know, he was just an inspiration when all the, everything that was happening was going on. Um you know, kids not getting washed or not being a team bus, all that kind of thing. And he he stood up. He was a he, he was a spokesman for the fans. He just he just done everything. Oh, he was he just done everything. And at the time as well, he could easily have left and went and played still in Serie A for a couple of seasons. But he made a promise to stick stick with Parma and um, wow. get on back to Serie A. And it's it's it's, it's amazing that he done it. Absolutely amazing. But um, ah, just an inspiration. Everything a captain. When you when you you know when you get the definition of a captain, there should just be a picture of him there because he's everything. You know, he was inspirational. He's a leader. Um, he led by example. The way he conducted himself. He was you know he stood up for all his colleagues, his teammates, everybody. Ah, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. He's got his autobiography is out in Italian, but I think there might be an English version coming out. So if you ever get a chance, you should give that a read. Yeah, I I do. I looked it up, and uh, I do want to read that. He's amazing guy, man. There'll be some incredible stories in that. He's he's still with the club. Yeah, he's still there in a kind of uh, director type role. He's still there, and um, yeah, but he's uh, the man should have a statue. No <laughs> 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 doubt about it. But he's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. So you said you played as a kid, as a goalkeeper. Parma has I'm some. Yeah. Parma has some interesting uh, goalkeeping history there. They do. They've had some good ones throughout the years. Um, you know, like Claudio Taffarel, right. Luca Bucci, obviously yeah. Buffon. Yeah. After him, who did they have? Sebastian Frey. The one I really, really liked. You kind of 
was um, Antonio Mirante. I, th- I thought he was excellent when he was at Parma. Um, and obviously he moved on when all the, the bankruptcy happened. Um, right. And now we've got Luigi Seppe, who he started, he's given his second season now. He's starting to he's starting to impress. He had a few shaky moments last season, but he looks a lot more solid this season. So they've always had a, you know, a decent list of goalkeepers throughout the years, that's for sure. Unfortunately, none of them was me. (laughs) (laughs) There's still time. I'm only 34. There's still time, yeah. You can make it. (laughs) I'm a free agent. (laughs) He's not getting the credit they deserve. Just this season, I think um, the two boys at the back, uh, Galliolo and Jacopone, I I, I think the two of them have been brilliant all season. Um, And they just, they consistently do it every week. But, Nobody really talks about them, you know, they just go about their business. Um, I think Palmer would be lucky to hold on to them, to be honest, coming into next season. But maybe the, the fact nobody's talking about them might be a good thing. Cause it's all the usual kind of flair players and the guys that score the goals that get the credit every yeah. week. But uh, the guys at the back have been brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I'll include the whole back line, actually, even Bruno Alves, maybe not so much his dad, man. I'm not sure about him yet, but the... the those three at the back have been brilliant, but they're just not. You know what it's like. It's, they're not. They're not the. They're not the poster boys. So they're not. They're, they're not scoring goals every week. So <laughs> they kind of go unnoticed a little bit. What I find interesting is that whenever I I talk to um, fans of uh, Italian clubs, they are always talking about uh, defenders. Always, mm-hmm. the legends are always the defenders. Yeah, and I think it's a. I think modern football now it's a it's a dying art. Yeah. You know, defending properly, you just you look back at somebody, in particular in Italy, like Maldini, Baresi, Nesta, these kind of guys who actually took a pride in defending. Yeah. I like, you know, you watch some of the football now, you watch some, you, uh, in particular in that English Premier League, some of the defending is absolutely awful. <laughs> Maybe it's just what I was brought up watching, you know, these great defenders and being a goalkeeper myself, I would rather. I get more about what I've seen or a great yeah. tackle or a great save rather than a goal. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the way I was brought up as a kid watching football. I don't know. Parma, like we were talking about earlier, they've had a lot of uh, big names come through. You guys have got one young player who you've listed as uh, somebody who you'd like to see more of. So the player I'm, and I've mentioned was... Um, Jan Caramo, who came from Inter. Like most of the Parma squad this season, he's been struggling with injuries throughout the year. Mm. And I just think he would be... When he's played, when you see him play, he just looks energetic. He gets people off their seats, you know. And I think he could be... I don't think Gervinho will be there next season. I Mm. hope, anyway. He won't be there next season. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think he could be the ideal replacement for him. Um, There's definitely talent there. It's just using it in the right way. I think he could be. I think he could be a good player. A really good. Th- th- as I say, the raw, the raw talent's definitely there, um, and at times he's showed little flashes of brilliance when he has played. But again, it's just getting him fit and giving him a run in the team. Um, so I would hope maybe next season, you know, we might see a bit, a bit more of him because, as I say, I really don't think I can't see there being a future for Javino. Hopefully, he comes in and takes his takes his place well. So who are Parma's uh, biggest rivals? 
biggest drivers locally you'll have. The, the, the Juventus games are always tasty. Mm. Um, that's just from the history. Competing against each other back in the 90s and the 2000s. Um, locally, you've obviously got um, Bologna, oh, other rivals, okay. and Reggiana. Actually, that's the main kind of mm. rivals. But uh, yeah, the, uh, I've, I've yet to experience a Juventus Parma game. They can be quite uh, quite tasty affairs. <laughs> so how often do you get to Parma? Uh, I'll go, I'll try and get three or four times a year. So I always go February, uh, I'll go for a game just because it's my it's my birthday treat in February. Oh, I'll go over. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll also uh, try and go May and then kind of August and October again. Um, so that's the kind of four times I try and go. But um, I'm actually, I was supposed to go next Tuesday. Um, I've got a flight booked to fly out next Tuesday, <laughs> but obviously that won't be happening because we were playing um, home away to Milan on the Wednesday night and then home to Sampdoria on the, the Sunday. Um, so I was booked up for that, but obviously that won't be happening next week. Oh, yeah. I'll make up for it next, make up for it next, next year. So talk to me about that Italy 2006, the win. It was just one of those, you know, when you look back and it was just one of those summers. You know, I, I was only 20, but not a care in the world, really. And I don't know why, but I just, it probably wasn't. But I just remember the weather being so nice and being in beer gardens, watching the football and going to my cousins and my uncles to watch the Italy games. And it just, it probably wasn't as good as I made it up in my head as the years have gone on, but... I just think back to that summer and think it was just, wow, what an incredible summer it was. And um, it's my favourite World Cup. Maybe I'm being a bit biased, but I don't think there's been a good World Cup since the 2006 one. Um, I just, when you look back at the players that were at it, um, you, you had both both Ronaldo's worth playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guys in the Italy team, they were incredible. You look at even the England team that had, you know, Beckham and all that were still playing. And Portugal had Figo and Ronaldo and, in the same team it was just some of the players that were on on display were incredible um and then obviously the 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 way that the Italians went on to win it and um being biased as a goalkeeper again and move on yeah, I thought it was amazing at that World Cup absolutely incredible with some of the saves that he made it was just a great time just a great time and uh, uh, so good good memories I just always remember just being out with my friends and there was always a game on you know and You always had a beer in your hand and the weather was always nice and the football on display was brilliant. If you, when you look back at that World Cup, it was, you know, I, I mentioned some of the players, you know, even Zidane obviously was still playing as well and mm. Czech Republic had Nedved still playing. Mm. Uh, just brilliant players. That was kind of, it was players that, you know, were kind of coming to the end of a time that I right. watched when I was growing up. So right. I don't know if that, that as well, but. Yeah, and obviously the fact Italy went on to win it and some of the games, you know, the Germany semi-final was unbelievable. And then the final itself was was brilliant. But now, good, good times, good times. I can't believe how long ago it was now. <laughs> it seems really long ago, right? I, think, I still think about it and I think it was only maybe five years ago, but, geez, it's a long time ago. And it's thanks to, you might have seen them on Twitter, the guys at um, Parma Fans Worldwide. Right. So they, um, Giorgio, they sorted me out with a captain's armband signed by Lucarelli. Wow. So I've got that at home. But actually, one that I am, uh, it's kind of more important to me than that. It is another captain's armband. 
a personalised look at early one, but uh, the reason I got it, so I was running um, at the Edinburgh Marathon. Okay. 2017 it was, and I was raising money for um, a cancer charity. And I was just kind of wrote, uh, kind of wrote an email just to a few football clubs, just asking for a bit of help and support, you know. All right. And I didn't hear back from anybody, not one club, but Parma. I got this little package through the post from Parma, and it was just a, it was just a captain's armband. It was look at Ellie's. It had his name on it. it. Had the number six and things, and it was just a little letter just to to um, just to offer me a bit of inspiration on the day wow. to wear it. You know, and that was that. That's my most treasured. That was just so nice, and it was just so kind of. It was just so nice that it was out of all the clubs I wrote to. The only one that actually got back to me was Parma, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't have anything on the letter about being a Parma fan of that. It was just you know just looking for some help to to help out with the, the charity. So that was that was nice. That's lovely. That's a lovely story, man. Yeah. Yes, I've still got that. Now that's in a nice frame somewhere in the house. But you know, it's it says so much about uh, the club, and it mm-hmm. says so much about that that spirit that they have, that encouraging sort yeah. of spirit. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And as I said, that was it was a it was a Scottish charity that I was doing it for, and not one of the Scottish clubs I wrote to got back to me. But there was this team over in Italy that thought, I oh, don't you know what, let's send them that. And, no, it was, it was so nice. So, so nice. Uh, you have a huge collection of Palmer kits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Maybe, maybe 60, maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> but the, the, problem, the problem I have, though, is um, because we're on uh, lockdown at the minute, um, right. I've not really got anything else to do but scroll through um, eBay. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think I've got another three coming in the post in the next <laughs> few weeks. <laughs> I've I've always collected them. I remember the first one I got, um, it must have been 1997 or 1998. We went on a family holiday um, to Sorrento. Okay. And uh, I always remember the markets had all these kind of makeshift fake football tops. Okay. Which I was absolutely besotted by because it had all it had the players' names and number on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I saw this it was the yellow and blue hooped top and it had Turam twenty one in the back of it. Wow. I was like, Dad, Dad, you need to buy me that. <laughs> so he got me that was my first one. I've still got it. It's a fake Parma shirt with Turam twenty one on the back and I got it. <laughs> I'm sure it was it was like nineteen ninety seven, nineteen ninety eight. it must have cost a bit I don't know, 10 euros or something. <laughs> so uh, I've still got it. But no, I, I just collected them every season since. And I just, I've just kept them all. So I can't, I can't, I can't bring myself to part with any of them. <laughs> Giovanni, thank you for being on Farway Fan. I hope you had some fun. Yes, thank you. Thank you for, um, thank you for having me on. It was a, a, an honour and a pleasure. And I look forward to to listen to more of your podcasts thanks man it's very kind and I hope that uh, the football starts again yeah here's hoping <laughs> <laughs> well man you take care thanks you again too. for you being too. on the pod thank you anytime good man cheers that was Giovanni's story as a Palmer fan and we'd love to hear yours as well do get in touch with us on email at farawayfanpod at gmail.com or on twitter at farawayfanpod I'd also like you to check out a great site 
that's bringing together Palma fans from across the globe called palmafansworldwide.com put together by Giorgio Martini. Thank you, Giorgio, who's been so great offering me help, encouragement and support. Thank you so much. Thank you.